Welcome to Thirsty for Art podcast, where we talk all about art therapy and about inner well-being. Today, we'll talk about myths and common misconceptions we have about art therapy. I know art therapy is a pretty new profession and field, and it's not something that everyone is familiar with. So there's a lot of misconceptions and myths about it. So today we'll talk about them and help you understand what really is art therapy. So before we get into the meaty parts of our podcast, I want to address one thing. And I just want to announce some changes that are happening with Thirsty for Art. I will be doing the art therapy exercises on YouTube. And you probably know I've been kind of doing these step-by-step guides on YouTube. And here on the podcast, we'll dive deeper and have conversations around art therapy, art therapist's career, and well-being in a more um, in-depth way than my YouTube videos. This might be a lot more variety of things that are addressed, and it can be just more in-depth. So before we start talking about the myths, I want to clarify a little bit about the definition of art therapy I will use here. So today, I'm not really talking about self-art therapy, as in the art therapy activities that I share with you all on YouTube, but I'm really just talking about art psychotherapy, art therapy as a professional field. If you actually want to hear more about this distinction between self-art therapy, something that you just do on your own, versus actual art therapy, as in art psychotherapy, make sure to listen to episode 19 on this podcast. So the first myth I want to talk about is that art therapy is just for kids. So this is a pretty common myth and thinking that art therapy is for children and children only is a misconception definitely. And um, yeah, a lot of people may think art therapists work exclusively with children or youth. And I think this is because we associate art making with children's activities, especially what we call arts and crafts (laughs) is related to children's play or children's activities. And it's true that children communicate better in nonverbal ways, so in ways that don't use words, and they express themselves through art without a lot of hesitation, without a lot of resistance, and they quite quickly pick up a crayon and start scribbling or making a drawing. And so Yes, that's all true that, you know, art is really good for nonverbal communication and children really um, do well with nonverbal communication. But the thing is that art therapists work with a wide range of people from pre-K children to seniors. And the fact is that adults get so much out of art therapy too. No matter the age, in fact, I actually want to argue that it's especially more necessary for adults who tend to only think in left brain mode or, you know, not have a lot of creative outlet in their lives or 
just find that talking has not done any good. Um, that they need it even more. Um, they get more out of our therapy sometimes. So definitely, this is a myth, and art therapy is for. The whole range of age, <laughs> for kids, adults, and seniors, for practically everyone. The second myth is that art therapy is just for artists. I've gotten this answer a couple times in the past, and I think that this only happens if the person hear about art therapy the first time in their lives, in their entire lives. And because they hear the word art inside the art therapy,、uh, they assume that regular people, quote unquote, don't make art for themselves, and so art therapy must be just for artists. But in actuality, art therapy is for artists and non-artists as well. So art therapists are really there to help people express themselves. No matter what their skills, no matter what background they have, it could be the case that someone gets into art therapy because they are already doing some kind of art making on their own and they're already interested in art. But I think that one of the best parts of doing this work as an art therapist myself is when someone finds that they can express themselves better with art. With images, shapes, colors, and they actually never knew this before,、um, and it's amazing when I see people who come into art therapy feeling like they don't know how to make art, or they don't have any skills, or they they don't have that confidence in in being creative or expressive, and actually leaving art therapy feeling like art is one of the best ways for them to express themselves. So I want to say this: art therapy is not just for artists; it is for anyone, no matter their skills or background. It's kind of like this. It's kind of like therapy, just verbal therapy. You know, verbal therapy is not just for people who do speeches, right, <laughs> or who are toastmasters.、Um, verbal therapy, you don't need that. Great of a verbal skill to to participate in therapy and to get benefit out of it, right? So it's the same with art therapy. You don't have to have a lot of skills, you know. In fact, you don't have to have any skills at all. And the thing is that in art therapy, art making is not a contest. It's not a linear path of. Starting it with art that sucks to getting to that perfect realistic art. In art therapy, art is really just about expressing yourself in diverse, different ways, and understanding yourself through it. Judgment or criticisms about artwork, or even perfecting something, really doesn't have any role in art therapy. A third myth that. Often comes up with art therapy is that art therapists can read your mind, or that art therapy is for reading your mind. <laughs> um, so I think a lot of times when people hear about art therapy, they think about the ink blot test. I think 
that's something that happens. <laughs> uh, if you know the Rorschach ink blot test, where it's just like a a random ink blot on a piece of paper, and you kind of project your self into that image in the into that random image, and it that tells a lot about who you are. So I think. People have this kind of idea that art therapy is a lot about projective tests, and that art therapists are there to read your mind. And I think that,、um, yeah, I think it might stem from fear that you know, oh, my subconscious thoughts and feelings might be revealed. So there, there might be some kind of fear behind this myth, but also there might be just curiosity behind this myth that. You know, I really want to know about who I am through the artwork because I think that we really actually don't understand much about our subconscious. So art feels like a great way to understand ourselves and understand our subconscious.、Um, and so, yeah, I think that art does reflect our inner world and how we feel and what we think subconsciously, but. The thing is that art therapists are not psychics, and art therapists are human beings. So they do not have superpowers, and they cannot read your mind. <laughs> and so the role of the artwork in art therapy is, you know, the artwork can be used as a jumping-off point to explore what's going on in your life and in your subconscious. But it's more non-linear than we think it is. What I mean is that it's not like an A equals B kind of situation where oh, I see red in your art, so it means that you have anger. So that's not、uh, what happens with art therapy. That's usually not the case. It's really not linear. Art and art therapy is used to find and explore multiple layers of subtle nuances and meanings, and there can be a lot of things happening at once. And that's the really fun thing about, you know, using artworks in art therapy. So rather than seeing an art piece as a tool, as a thing that we can deduce meaning off of. Actually, we have to imagine, and we have to be creative, and we have to come up and create multiple possible meanings within our work. And it's really a work of not really solving something, not really attaching definite meaning to something because meanings can be changed at any time. How we look at it, when we look at it, is a very important factor. Uh, but it is really a truly a work of exploration and using our imagination and using our intuition and understanding ourselves a little bit more. Because as adults, especially,、uh, we are very very good at denying a lot of things in our lives, denying aspects of ourselves, denying our feelings and thoughts, and so. Art can be a wonderful way to kind of let go of that denial and get in touch more with our true thoughts and feelings, our true selves. So, all in all, in conclusion, art therapists can't read your mind, 
but art therapists can help you explore your own meaning in your own art. Alright, so the next myth is that art therapy is like an art class. And I've actually talked a lot about this in um, my previous episode, episode 9, that's titled Art versus Art Therapy. So if you haven't actually listened to that one, please go listen to that. And that's where I just break down all of what is really art therapy and what is really an art class and how you can differentiate between those, what's the benefit of each. So make sure to listen to that. But actually, the one thing that I really want to mention in this episode is that art therapy can be a mental health treatment. So whereas an art class is just for learning about how to make art in mostly technical ways, art therapy is not really about learning techniques and learning how to technically make art, but the purpose of art therapy is often mental health treatment. And it's used for helping people with various mental illnesses, including things like clinical depression, to schizophrenia, uh, to Alzheimer's disease, to ADHD, to dealing with physical illnesses, a lot of different things, and life transitions. So the big, big difference between an art therapy and art class is that, the purpose. The purpose of art therapy is to heal, is to treat someone, is to overcome some kind of difficulty in their lives. And it really has a lot to do with our psychology, a lot to do with mental health. And everything that's done in art therapy is to serve that goal to help us overcome something, to help us cope with difficulties, and to treat illnesses. And the last art therapy myth that I want to touch upon today is that coloring books are art therapy. So coloring books are that. They're books. Um, They are easy templates that we can use to fill in colors. And they are great if you need to just warm up your hands, maybe you feel a little bit overwhelmed and feel like you need some containment in your life, and it can definitely be a relaxing activity. However, that wouldn't be considered art therapy or art psychotherapy, um, which is the definition that I'm using here. So just because you drive a car doesn't mean you are a car racer. And just because you cook doesn't mean you're a chef. And so just because you journal doesn't mean you are writing a book or something like that. So (laughs) I'm trying to make this analogy right now. So coloring books are coloring books. They're books. And they're not considered really psychotherapy or a form of psychotherapy. And so for therapy to happen, of course, you need a therapist. So if something doesn't include an art therapist, then most likely it's not art therapy. And I also want to mention that coloring book is just one medium. It's just one tool and it's an art material you can use to make art. 
And we cannot really say that acrylic paint is art therapy or cameras are art therapy because art therapy is a verb. It's a process and it's what you do with it that matters. It's what you do with the materials, how you do it, how you approach it that matters. So, you know, I must have mentioned probably the tip of the iceberg in terms of the misconceptions that are out there about art therapy today. And I'm almost certain that there is more, but I haven't gotten to them. <laughs> I know that many people in the art therapy field, including art therapists, have to deal with these myths a lot, and it can be discouraging to constantly get misunderstood and feel diminished or devalued because what we do is seen as child's play or arts and crafts and nothing more. And we might feel like we are just scary magicians who can see through people. <laughs> but I truly think that people just don't know. And we are really just curious about art therapy. And it's something new and we want to know more. And I'm really happy to have shared this today and shared the message that underneath it all, art therapy is just really about expressing yourself. And we really all need that in our lives right now. So send me any questions about art therapy you have. I really would like to answer your questions in my podcast through my episodes. So DM me if you are on Instagram. My handle is thirsty for art official. That's thirsty for art official, and it is also in the show notes. Or just send me an email at hello at thirstyforart.com. Hello at thirstyforart.com. I would love to know your questions and get to answer them in the future episodes. So thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. <music>